Welcome to Punches and Punchlines, where we break down the best in boxing with a sense of humor. And now, your hosts, Fritz and Franco. Welcome back, everybody. It was a fun weekend of boxing. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you like giant men punching each other in the face and <laughs> uh, fights not going the distance, there was uh, there was some fun to be had this weekend. Not all of it was as great as that Joyce versus Zhang main event, but there was still some fun. Boxing still gave us the robbery this past weekend. And, uh-huh. um, well, maybe Franco disagrees. We'll find out <laughs> in uh, playing boxing. But, yeah, I'm ready about... Joyce and Jang, I fired up. Yeah, that was definitely awesome and lived up to, I wouldn't say hype, but it delivered for sure. So I can't wait to talk about that one. But I am curious about this robbery that you speak of and if You'll we agree or not. Soon. Yeah, yeah let's find go out ahead. soon. <laughs> let's get into it. Joe Joyce, 38 years old, coming in at 15 and one versus Jalei Zhang. 40 years old, coming in at 25, 1, and 1. Now, Franco, this fight was, uh, it was it was here for a good time, not for a long time, yeah. all right? <laughs> for anybody that didn't see the first, this is Joyce versus Zhang 2. For anybody that didn't see the first one, the first one ended because Zhang just kept landing the left hand on the right eye of Joe Joyce, the whole fight. Eventually, the doctor's like, "No, you can't continue. Yeah. You're starting. You're starting to look like Jason under the mask. All right, so we can't. <laughs> we can't let this continue. But this one, we didn't need any doctor interference. We didn't need anybody stepping in. This was decided right there in between the ropes. I will say this: if you haven't seen this fight, pause right now. I'll give you a second. Pause and just watch this fight. It only lasts a few rounds. I don't want to give it away because uh, I got up out of my chair. <laughs> When it ended, because I didn't know when it was going to end. So I want that that surprise to be there for you. I think you paused. And, you know, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> thanks for thanks for listening, you know, coming back. What a goddamn knockout, dude. Like, yep. It's not often that the commentator's like, oh, he's got to watch out for this. You know, Bradley was like, he's going to loop that right hook. It's going to end his night. All right. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. That, that right hook landed exactly on the chin and a big, big man fell face first and you could see he wasn't right. No. <laughs> and he got up at like 10 and a half, you know, like when your parents would give you the countdown, you know, they're like three, three and a half. Yeah. 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 You know, like <laughs> that's when he got up just past 10, like it was close, but he did not beat the 10 count. And this was a wonderful knockout for Shalei Jang. Yeah, it was insane that I have it up as a candidate for sure, for knockout of the year, because the way that Joe Joyce crumpled and hit the mat face first was rough. Like it was, he's out cold. Like, you know, back in the day, we'd be out at the bars and you see that your friend is going to be passing out soon, but then they've gone too far. You've stayed out too late. You went to the after hours bar and you see them start tipping. That's what this was like. It was just this slow timber down to the ground. He shook the ring. It was glorious, but It's not like this came out of nowhere. This wasn't a fluke. The first round was slow. It was both guys feeling each other out. Absolutely. But but in that second round, Zhang started landing some shots where you were like, oh, shit. Like, here we go again. Joe Joyce's face is going to start swelling up. Didn't even get to happen because when he knocked him out in that third round, good God, you saw his spirit leave his body. I think that it has more to do with Joe Joyce 
stopped wearing artist inspired gear like right. he's an art major he was wearing like cool stuff that tied him with famous artists in his previous fights and then he stopped doing that with Zhang, and then he started getting his ass beat i'm just saying it's not a coincidence well in his last fight he did look like a picasso by the time it was over yeah <laughs> so he had that going for him he definitely looked like a you know a real piece of art he did it was so bad like that fight was rough the first time around where his face was all swollen it was just purple looked like plums were growing through his face and then this time around just to see him go down that hard and like you said when he got up sometimes guys that get knocked out all of a sudden you know boom they come to and they're like no no why'd you stop and it's like oh bro you have no idea (laughs) wait till you see the replay you're gonna be glad we stopped it with this one he got up and he couldn't even talk it was like right he had become a mute and was just like, what? What? Like, it was so awesome. It was a great knockout. Really, the thing that is kind of a bummer about this is that Zhang is 40 years old. And before the fight, he said he was going to end Joe Joyce's career. And it's like, bro, you don't have much longer on yours. Like, you waited so long to get going and leave the amateur ranks that Zhang, I feel like he's figured it out. He's hit his stride. He looks comfortable as a pro. But you're 40 now, like you're you're towards the end of this ride. I know we'll see him again. I hope that it's against a quality opponent, you know, one of the top guys. But really, I think what this does most importantly is Joe Joyce is kind of out of the picture for a little bit. He can fight some of those B and C tier level guys, but he's he kind of lost his shot here. Yeah, for anybody not familiar with these two fighters, Joe Joyce, before he faced uh, Zhang the first time went in undefeated and he was knocking on the door of a mandatory shot at the WBO heavyweight title. And then he lost that first fight and now he's lost the rematch. So he went from knocking on the door of a shot at the title to now on the outside looking in really, he's got to build himself back up. I'm sure we'll see him again. I just, I don't think we're going to see, like you said, I don't think he's, we're going to see him versus Ruiz wilder or we might see him against kaunaki you know like that's who we'll see him against next (laughs) but yeah i'm interested to see who Zhang will fight after this too because you know there's plenty of top names that should have to fight him we all understand that fury's not going to fight uh or defend his title ever again yeah he said that all he's going to do is these circus fights so i don't even give a shit about him but i could see Usyk taking the fight against Zhang. you know Usyk will fight anybody and here's the thing i want to see both of these dudes fight again i just think one is going to get a better name ready and and willing to fight him and the other one's going to have to kind of build himself back up again for sure and even then with joe joyce being at 38 who knows how much time he has to even ever get a shot even if he did build himself up so we'll we'll see both of these guys it's just where are we going to go from here time will tell all right thank you everybody for joining us again this week we had uh like i said it was it was a fun weekend of boxing. Would I think it was as fun without that Joyce versus Yang fight? No, I wouldn't have. But the card over on zone that was headlined by Jose Zapata versus Richardson Hitchens. Yep. That was a boring, one-sided, just beatdown where yeah. Richardson Hitton just could not be hit and was able to do whatever the hell he wanted to a really quality 140-pounder. So... I didn't know Hitchens going into this one, but I certainly got to know him in that fight. I'm anxious to see who he takes on next because it was so one-sided. It was a shutout. You know what I mean? There was no doubt in that. 
Yeah, one of the judges did have one round going for Zepeda, and even that, I was like, these judges are out of control. Like, how right. did you, how did you even find that one round? Richardson Hitchens looked like a goddamn menace in the ring, and that was with me not really knowing anything about him. I know Chon Zepeda. I'm a fan of Chon Zepeda. He's you know been a contender for the for belts, and and we've seen him in big fights before. <laughs> he's he's a decent name and so to see him just get toyed with like a child and i don't know like i don't know if it falls on hitchinson or on hitchens being that good or that much better than chon zapeta or if it's that chon zapeta has just kind of lost that fire in his belly like maybe he doesn't have the drive he just he hasn't looked the same in a while now so it might be a combination of both things richardson hitchens though is definitely on my radar because he dominated so much over what I used to think of as a quality opponent. Yeah, and here's the thing I'll say. The only thing that annoyed me about this fight is the guy, the trainer on his phone in between rounds. And then Sergio Morris laughing about it, like, oh, he's probably on the phone with Floyd Mayweather. It's one, it's not funny. Like, yeah, yeah. Get your head in the game and fuck Florida too. One for putting on the bullshit that, that was even on this card earlier that I didn't see, don't care. Not going to comment on it, but it was allowed to happen because Florida is a fucking swamp. Yeah, um, literally. <laughs> yeah, this it can't be legal to sit there on your phone. Maybe he was playing boxing. Did I even mention that this is talk about all the time that you can't play boxing and we prove him wrong every every episode with this segment franco i was so fired up about this stupid cell phone that i forgot to even mention our 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 signature segment but yeah i just thought it was uh, i can't even say bushley because they wouldn't do this shit at a rosemont rumble or they wouldn't do it at you know your local gym this was it was in poor taste it was it was a bad look yeah and the other fight on that uh, or one of the other fights on that disown card was the uh steve rolls austin williams fight did you see that one I saw just the highlights of that one where it looked like Rolls had some success and Amma Williams had some success. But tell me about it. There there wasn't a ton to it. It wasn't the most exciting fight. It was a unanimous decision for Amma Williams. Uh, ended up being 97-93 by all the judges across the board, which that felt about right as far as the scoring goes. Really, the highlight for me was in round five. Uh, Rolls ended up slipping and falling. They just kind of got tangled up and he fell down. But when he went down, one lone person in the crowd let out the Nelson Muntz laugh. Like you just heard a ha ha. Uh, super loud and it was so perfect and so great that like i it, it got me to pop like i was definitely laughing way too hard when it happened and then dude got up but i was like imagine you're fighting you're risking your life out there for these people in entertainment and then for some asshole in the crowd to hit you with the nelson months laugh that would just I would be destroyed after that. I don't know that I'd be able to do it. That's priceless. Uh, whoever did that, congratulations. I'll buy a Yingling next time I'm in Florida. Uh, <laughs> what a great drop-in. That's uh, that's good audience participation right there. Yeah. And then uh, was Sandy Ryan, Jessica McCaskill, was that on ESPN or on DAZN? I can't remember. That was on DAZN. Okay. Now, what did you score this fight, Fritz? As a Jessica McCaskill fan... Uh-huh. And a guy who grew up in Chicago where Justin McCaskill fights out of, I gave Justin McCaskill three rounds, Franco. Okay, that's, that's it? That's where I had it. Yeah, okay. that's it. So you were on the side of the announcers. I muted the announcers after round four because I was like, well, I already disagree with what they're saying. So let me let me just turn down the sound and just watch this fight. All right, because 
they're like, oh, well, the you know, they gave the first one to Sandy Ryan, and I gave that one to Justin McCaskill. It was kind too. of a nothing round yep. that it, there's really no wrong answer on that one. But then in round two, I thought that Ryan was landing the better shots, all right? And then in round three, I thought Justin McCaskill was a little more aggressive, yep. and we she, got it the same the round, she got round three. But then... Four, five, six, seven, eight. I have all Sandy Ryan. I do have a question mark next to round seven. Okay. All right. Where I was like, oh, that I still think Sandy Ryan was doing better. Um, she just McCaskill was not doing enough. Yeah. Okay. When she's the shorter fighter that needs to get on the inside, she was getting picked off on her way in each time. And granted, some of Ryan's shots weren't eye-catching or wonderful, but she was outlanding almost every round okay i can see that now here was the thing with these announcers one of the announcers and they said it right before the fight was a friend of sandy ryan what like it felt very wwe of like oh, oh yeah. we have the face announcer and the heel announcer it was sonny just... edwards who's gonna fight bam rodriguez yeah which like that's fine but don't have a person's actual friend on there for like part of a four man team, that's already too many people to right. begin with. And it just, it was so stupid to me because everything was so skewed. And I am a Jessica McCaskill fan. I don't hate Sandy Ryan. I like Sandy Ryan. As I like Sandy fact. Ryan as well. Yeah. But to hear it be so one sided, again, it felt very WWE. Like, I don't need you to tell me that I should be cheering for The Undertaker. You know what I mean? Like, I'll figure it out. You can't even bitch, Franco, because I warned you ahead of time. You're going to want to mute the sound on this one. Yeah. And and you ignored me. All right. I did. The curiosity got better of me. You're like the kid who got, you know, was mad that he touched the stove. All right. You were warned (laughs) that that shit's going to be hot and you ignored it. So uh, totally my fault. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got what I deserved. Now, yeah, I had it as a draw. However, uh, those beginning rounds, I have it exactly the same. And actually, my notes say almost the exact same stuff that you said. So those opening rounds, I did have it the same. Those later rounds, I have a bunch where I had question marks that I gave them to Jessica McCaskill. But it's kind of like you said, she just wasn't pressing enough. And she was going so much slower. And I can't say methodical because she had her hands down. It was bobbing and weaving, but was still catching punches to the face. So it's kind of like she came in with a different game plan from what she usually does because of the last fight. And I don't know that she needed to. I think if she would have been the usual Jessica, she would have just ran away with this. Yeah, this wasn't the Jessica we saw defeat Cecilia Brackus. You know what I mean? Exactly. She was too patient. I think almost maybe she thought she was going to hurt Sandy Ryan, but that didn't happen. Even some of her shots when she did get on the inside were just sailing wide. Totally. So as I said, I thought this was a robbery and I don't throw that around very often. Usually, you know, I could see it go one way or the other. I couldn't on this one. I really thought that it was seven rounds of three. Yeah, it was a poor judging on, on what I thought. Yeah, the the one judge had Jessica McCaskill running away with this. Yeah. That's the one where I was like, oh, geez, I really don't know about that. Like, I don't know how he could have gotten the scores that he got, but the draw I could see. So it ended up being a split decision draw. So I wasn't upset with the actual outcome. I say, let's go on ahead, run it back, do it again. We're and going. They're going to for sure. For sure. So let's, let's do it. And I hope, I just pray that our girl, Jessica McCaskill will make Chicago proud because you know what, Fritz, we have nothing right now. All of our teams are so horrible. The Bears, the White Sox, 
the Blackhawks, although, you know, they're, ooh, maybe they're going to come there's back. There's promise there, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it's like a prospect, like having a 17-year-old prospect. Right. We'll see. Like, they might but be They said eventually. that about Gretzky at one point, too. You know, yeah, oh, he's just yeah. a prospect. Yeah, well, it <laughs> so, turned out to be a pretty good one. Hopefully, hopefully. But, like, all of our teams are so horrible. Uh, even we don't have CM Punk. We don't have Kanye West. Like, everything from Chicago sucks right now. We need Jessica to be great again. We need to make Jessica great again and have her come back just blazing the Jessica of old where she's aggressive and just goes in there and kicks the shit out of Sandy Ryan. I hope, I hope, I hope that's what we get. But if she sticks to this game plan, there is no way that she ends up taking the rematch. So we shall see, but yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm hoping for the best on this one. All right. So here's what we've learned this week. Puncher maniacs. Franco is a liar. He even knew that uh, Jessica McCaskill lost this fight. He's Draw. just a bigger he's just a bigger fan than I am and won't admit it. He can't bring himself to admit it. Totally true. Uh, you know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes people lose and uh they'll do whatever it takes to uh to try to change the facts, you know? Like Franco's going to storm somewhere in Florida to try to prove that Jessica won, but uh <laughs> There will be a rematch, and we'll watch it. Uh, I, my fuck you of the week is to Eddie Hearn and DAZN for even putting on that other fight uh, where a guy had failed multiple PED tests, hasn't been cleared, uh, yeah. and then they still put him on the card. Fuck you. It's going to make it so easy when it comes renewal time to just say, you know what, that's an extra 250 bucks a year I don't need to spend. Who's left on DAZN that we have to see? Yeah. Uh, Jaime Mangia fighting somebody we never heard of. You know, is it Zerto Ramirez missing weight by 20 pounds? Like, what is the draw of the zone? Now, the Canelo and Triple G are not on that platform. I don't yeah. know. So, it's going to make my decision pretty easy coming up here in January when it's time to renew. So, that's who gets the fuck you of the week. Uh, next week, though. Yeah, you only need you only need one one name for uh, next week. You know he's uh, it's pretty. You're a pretty cool boxer if you can just go by the one name. Canelo is fighting next weekend. Everybody knows who it is. Uh, I'll be buying the pay per view there with my Modelo in hand. <laughs> I'm predicting that he's going to beat the shit out of Mel, but it is you know it's going to be close enough that that I'm tuning in for sure. Uh, Jermel Charlo is enough of a legitimate name, and Canelo's coming off of a loss. There's a lot of question marks. There's a lot of variables here i think canelo is going to be the canelo of old and dominate but you know like what kind of headspace is he in he's kind of getting he's or he is getting older he's not in the twilight of his career yet but we're, we're starting to get towards those older years i think that maybe jermel charlo pulls off an upset if it goes the distance but really my gut just tells me canelo is going to go in there and massacre him and just splatter blood everywhere and and do like a Mortal Kombat finishing move on Charlo. And then I'll feel good. I'll feel good. But, oh, man, like I just don't feel as confident as I did in the past. Yeah, and that's a beautiful thing. That's It's supposed to be, you know, a pretty even fight. Uh, this is, I like that they're giving him a real opponent. You know, I don't want to see him Canelo versus some world's strongest man or some <laughs> MMA bullshit. He's actually taking on real boxers. Being undisputed actually matters to him, unlike some fucking clowns. So, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to next weekend. We'll have all that card to break down for you guys. And if there's something else, like I had said before, if you're... Your local gym is going to put out their Friday night fights on a YouTube page. Message me. Let me know. I'll be happy to check that out. Yeah. I don't know. If you don't have anything else, Franco, I'm throwing in the towel. Thank you for listening to Punches and Punchlines. Make sure to like, subscribe, and follow. And we'll see you next week when we break down the best in boxing with a sense of humor.